Welcome to The Things We Say. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Nate. This is a topical podcast where the topics are chosen at random. Sometimes they will be profound, and sometimes they will be stupid. But no matter what, we have a lot to say about them. We are known for the things we do. We become the things we think. We live the things we believe. These are the things we say. Okay, uh, everybody, welcome to The Things We Say. Uh, I'm Nate. I'm Sheldon. And today, we are going to talk, tackle one of my absolute favorite topics. And what is that topic? It's Star Wars. Star Wars. Nate loves Star Wars probably more than anybody. And <laughs> like, I know there's some Star Wars freaks out there. And the Star Wars freaks are the same people that I feel like download podcasts. <laughs> so like, I don't know. If, you're, if you've downloaded this podcast, I have a feeling that you might have watched Star Wars or that you <laughs> might like Star Wars in some way. So we're kicking off episode two, which the first one was just an introduction. So the first time we're really going to talk about a topic, Nate feels so strongly about Star Wars <laughs> that when I gave him a list of topics, he's like, we need to do this one right up front. <laughs> Why, why, did, why did you choose this one with well, me? Like, what's, okay. what's the deal? Sheldon, Sheldon is one of the... And again, almost everyone else, even if you don't like Star Wars, you, you will know this is true. Sheldon is one of those unicorns that are out there that he literally has never seen a single frame of a Star Wars film. No, not Never. of the actual movies. Never. Never walked through a room when it was on. Yeah. Or anything. And and I have only met like two people in my 32, no, 33 years of life. Didn't you marry one of those people? Yes, and it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome because I got to watch all of the movies with her, and it was like experiencing them for the first time all over again. And it Like was a Star so, Wars virgin oh, is what we're so, talking about. Oh, it was so cool. It was just so much fun. And the minute, one of the first things when I found out we were having kids, and then especially when I found out I had a boy, we were going to have a boy, I was like, one of the first things I said to Kayla I said, I can't wait to introduce him to Star Wars. <laughs> so this is a passion. Like, so you're saying Star Wars is a boy thing. Like this no, is no, no, kind no, of absolutely. interesting to me. No, it's absolutely a girl thing, but it's, it, it, it's, it's, you know, cause there's, there's like definite, like really great, like female characters and role models. You're going to ruin well. this, aren't you? No, I'm not going to okay. ruin it. It's, it's just strong. And it's not like you're, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say too much because you're, you're going to, you're going to pick up too much off of this and I'm not going to do that. But no, it, it was just, again, it's just one of those things like, the things you automatically associate with being a boy, even though it's not exclusive to being a boy by any means. But yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I'm super pumped about this. It is just, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be fun. So we decided it'd be more like an interview format since like Nate is a Star Wars veteran. He wanted to like <laughs> interview me and just kind of pick my brain what it is that I know, where I know it from, because I do live in America. Right. Like I, I've been around. Right. I, I understand culturally the significance of Star Wars, and I actually know a lot about Star Wars, even though I've never watched the movies. I've played some video games yes. that had Star Wars in them. I've uh, obviously seen the posters, seen the commercials. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So well, one of let my me, first. Let me let me do one quick warning here. Okay. <laughs> for for anyone here who has not ever seen Star Wars. There will be spoilers in this. 
if you don't know anything about it, and I mean, if you literally know nothing about it other than like that me. it exists, do not listen to this because... No, let me rephrase that. If you're planning on ever watching the movies, don't listen to this. Sheldon has assured me that he really has no interest in seeing the movies so much, and so I don't feel bad about having this conversation with him. So for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to take one for the team. For those of you that have never seen Star Wars, Nate's going to probably ruin the whole experience No, for me. not ruin the whole thing. Oh. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be careful. That's probably not possible. I'll try He's, to be careful. He says it's so great. So <laughs> anyway, I, I kind of understand. I just don't... It just doesn't interest me. It's, yes, it's, and that's great. That's fine. My dad's the same way. My dad's never seen one, but I'll never be able to convince him to watch one with me either. So it's just one of those things. So, okay, so let's just get this process started. So the first thing I want to know is I want you to just kind of give me give me a, a, a brief window into what you view Star Wars as. Like as an outsider, when you see the frenzy, when you see all the craziness, the people in costumes, the whatever – for these movie releases, lining up for midnight showings. Yeah. What's what's your opinion of that, and what do you what do you think? You know, when you when you see that. Actually, I'm cool with it. Okay. I I was into Lord of the Rings. Okay. Like I read the books, That's right. and so I understand why people would be passionate about it. I've seen people be passionate about Harry Potter, and that whole series. Yeah. I understand why people would be obsessed with a movie. Yeah. Movie series. Like I get it. Um, I went to the Return of the King as soon as it came out. Mm-hmm. Like. And to me, that was one of the most beautiful cinematic experiences I ever had. Yeah. And like when it goes silent and and they're in the battle and in the White City yeah. and Gandalf is talking to the little hobbits. Yeah. I was almost in tears. Like I understand right. the what a good yeah. trilogy or a good in the case of Star Wars, like I don't know, seventeen ridiculous <laughs> movies that you guys have. But I understand why there's each only, one... There's only seven. There's only seven. seven right now. Okay, this is something I didn't know. Yeah. Like, I assume there's ten. No. No, but we'll get into that. We'll okay. get into that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you understand... Okay, here's you understand, my first you understand, But you understand the, the, the cultural phenomena of something being... Yeah, I get it. Huge, like, the fanboy culture. You get yeah. it. Okay. Okay, because so... I'm an I'm an NFL fan. Right. I understand I understand it. I, I get why people are passionate about right. things. Um, my first exposure to Star Wars was I grew up in eastern Pennsylvania in Lancaster County, and it was a very quiet community. I I didn't have a lot of friends outside my church, my elementary school, and my parents didn't talk much about Star Wars or anything like that. There yeah. was no reason for it to come into my house. Uh, we had there was a neighbor kid that carried a Star Wars lunchbox to school. And I would ask it, I asked him about it and he was kind of like Nate. He was young. He was obsessed <laughs> with Star Wars. And so he told me a bunch of stuff and I don't even remember that kid's name anymore. Um, <laughs> but I do remember seeing the characters on the lunchbox and being like, Oh, that's kind of interesting. Um, and then I found out that one of the first, I think it was like the first Star Wars movie, although I'm not totally sure when they first came out, my mom went to see this when she was like a teenager. That'd probably be about right. Okay. Yeah. So that was her first movie experience was going to see a Star War, as ah, they would say in Arrested right. Development. Why don't you go <laughs> see a Star War? Here's $10. <laughs> go see a Star War. On young. Yes. All right. There you go. And you can appreciate Sheldon even more because he just used an Arrested Development, you know, yeah. reference. So that's a good thing. You know, yeah. you, you kind of get that vibe going on. All um, right. So, so hey, go ahead. Go there ahead. was that. 
And the fact that my mom watched Star Wars, and I'm like, okay, it can't be that bad. Although she didn't really like it. <laughs> I'm not surprised. My mom doesn't do well in movies. Uh, like, scenes of peril, she actually feels like she's in peril. Oh, yeah, that and wouldn't so be good. It's, oh, it's no. really bad. She's not able to separate herself from the TV screen. Yeah. And, so, and she knows this about herself. She's comfortable with me sharing this. Like, yeah. This is not like... Uh, uncovering some yeah. secret fear of my mom or anything. Yeah, like my that. my wife is the same way. Like she can't do reach out and grab you moments like those. Oh. She would go watch a straight up horror flick and be less affected than something that's like a thriller that's just like real intense oh. and things are like, you know, somebody reaches out and grabs, but she yeah. can't handle that, that startling moment. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, okay. back to Star Wars. Yeah, um, that was my first experience, and so I've picked up some things along the way. I've seen some things, um, and. Like, got the concept just from being around, but never never watch movies. Yeah. There's probably something you're itching to ask. Me. Well, no, no, no. Uh, just just to, to that, you know, for me, my exposure to Star Wars, I don't even remember. Like, it is one of my earliest memories, Star Wars. I, I remember, you know, being, you know, five, six years old, younger uh, than that even, in uh, Danville, Indiana, suburb of Indianapolis, watching Star Wars, you know, being at so home. This and is we the never... kind of thing that Nazarene pastors so show their children. <laughs> no, again, my, and again, this is the weird thing for me because my dad does not like sci-fi or fantasy. Oh, neither okay. does my mom. I mean, she, she'll watch it, but it's not like you shouldn't. I am, I am just an anomaly for some reason. This stuff just like stole my imagination and ran off with it. Um, so yeah, again, my dad's never seen a lick of any of these films and, and probably never will. Oh, I have watched Spaceballs. That'll actually give you some interesting insight into... I like Spaceballs. Yes, and that's And, and, and what's that's weird is I got most of the references. <laughs> like when they said Pizza the Hut. Yes. I knew there was a Jabba the Hut. Right. And right. I knew he was kind of like a fat slug kind of <laughs> creature. So when they put the pile of pizza and right. he's talking, right. I get it. Right. And again, Spaceballs is almost as revered as Star Wars to most Star Wars Spaceballs is glorious. It is. Please it go is. watch it. It's wonderful. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, so... So that's, again, culture, the fanboyism, like you get that. Being a fantasy fan, Lord of the Rings fan, you totally get that yeah. especially. Okay, so I want you to give me a synopsis of what you think the story is end to end. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not wanting you to give me like, okay, episode one is about this, episode two is about this. Oh, I, I couldn't you to possibly just, yeah, do that. I, that's not what I'm looking for. I just want you to give me like the basic gist and thread of what you think this story is about and who it involves, you know, okay. how they're connected, different things All like right. that. All right, so I know that Anakin Skywalker uh -huh. was, like, one of the ancestors to all this because he ends up being Luke's father. Okay. And so Anakin becomes Darth Vader. Okay. I got that. Okay. So, like, I think that Anakin was, like, a Jedi. Okay. He was a, he was a Jedi, and... Somehow went bad. Like, there's a good side of the Force and there's a bad side of the Force. And the Force is something in the universe that has a good and bad side. Right. And the Jedis just tap into it in a way that nobody else does. Right. Or they go deeper in it than everybody. I don't know. They're like some sort of knight. So, like, they make a student of themselves out of the Force. And, like, Yoda has been doing it longer than a lot of people. Somehow Yoda lives forever. I, I, don't, I don't know. I get this feeling like Yoda never dies in any of the movies. Darth Maul, I think, dies because he's not around very long. And everybody hated him in, like, the 90s. And he had, like, really bad makeup. And I don't know where that character came from. He might be related to Anakin somehow. Or maybe he's the one who made him go bad. I don't really know what Darth Maul is. But I'm pretty sure... Okay, 
random, but I know that Luke blows up the Death Star. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe some of this was ruined by Carrie Fisher dying recently. Oh, well, yeah. And people, is. like, giving tributes to Carrie Fisher. And, like, I knew the Princess Leia, like, Cinnabon haircut. Yeah. Like, yeah. I knew all that. Um, sorry, Cinnabon. That was a really <laughs> ill-timed tweet. <laughs> I mean, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, what a touching tribute. And then I'm like, oh, what a shameless plug for your product <laughs> over top of someone who just died. How horrible is this? So I'm with the Twitter sphere that crucified Cinnabon. I just I, I want to get on that bandwagon. Oh, um, that's lovely. And so, okay, to kind of... So, the, yeah, so Luke so. Skywalker is often associated with the rebels. There's, there's like an overlord dark force. I, I assume that Darth Vader is like a kingpin in this, although I don't know that he's the highest bad guy. He okay. might be. I, I just don't this know. This is just, I can't okay. tell you how entertaining <laughs> this is because you're, you're surprised. It doesn't matter though. Right, like right. he's but using the force in the wrong way, yeah, which is the whole point of the story. You're surprisingly close with the things that you're saying. And some things it's, it's amazing how close you are and even opinions of some things that you have so, no window on, but you, you somehow you this. Yeah. Somehow the dark, Overlord forces have been oppressing several different planets or something. And the rebels have decided to rise up and take these areas back. And I don't know. I, I think Luke himself didn't know like what he carried or that he was, mm-hmm. that he was destined to do something great and because that's an element in a lot of stories. Yeah. So like I have a feeling it's in this too. Of, yeah. And, it, and he like finds out his true potential. And I don't know. He joins up with the rebels. And so that's why it's a huge moment when they find out that Darth Vader is his father. Like he's worked the whole time to overthrow his whole regime and yeah. blown a lot of his crap up. And then they, <laughs> come, they come to like hand-to-hand combat. And it's like, before you kill me, I'm your father. You know, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I, Nate's looking at me. No, I wish, I honestly wish you could see the look on Nate's face <laughs> as we go through this. Cause I'm like trying to read Nate and I'm trying to express what it is that I know. Um, okay. So there's two animatronic robots. There's R2D2 and there's C3PO and okay. C3PO is like a golden, looks like a humanoid person. Uh-huh. And, and R2-D2 is, like, a really, like, what you would think of, like, a computerized robot with, like, an electronic brain. Mm-hmm. Um, R2-D, or C-3PO looks more like something out of the Wizard of Oz. Okay, I can get that, I, like, the Tin Man vibe. Okay, yeah, yeah I feel like he's the Tin Man's brother. Yeah. Like, aren't they walking across the desert somewhere? Yes, that does And happen. he gets, like, rusty, or, like, there's, like, uh, sand gets in him, and he's just not doing well on yeah, the journey. Yeah, something, something like that, yeah. I don't know. I got yeah. that feeling from Spaceballs, I think. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and uh, then, they, then they come to the little, like, hut, or, I don't know, it's like a shack in the middle of the desert, mm-hmm. and it actually leads to an underground place, and there's Yoda. But this is all from Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, it's, it's, it's just funny, because knowing that space balls is your primary uh, exposure it's I didn't funny think about that when i went into well, this. but no it's hilarious though because it's funny to me to see how many things you can get right based on a parody um because because the story of space balls is is way outside of 
they take way like it's it's very culturally 80s oh. like they do I just thought of another thing I know and okay. I'm just going to interject no, these things it, as they come to me cuz my Star great. Wars knowledge is really random I know Han Solo uh-huh. um was played by Harrison Ford in the new movie even though he was Luke Skywalker in the old one wrong what that's the first thing that you're straight up wrong about okay so but Han Solo kind of like mentored Luke Skywalker to that, some degree. That's what I thought. And then, like, because he has to be older in the new movie, but the new movie goes back. I okay. don't know. The new okay. movie messes me so, up. So here's what we're going to do. I'm, I'm going to... Like, Rogue One. Yeah. Well, me... after Disney took over. No, yeah. Disney kind of... Okay, so, time out. There's one other thing I got to get in there. Yes. Um, my supervisor at work, he... He was my supervisor, taught me structures before I moved into sales, where I learned how, like how to do sheet metal and stuff. Okay. He's from Britain, and his dad worked in the Royal Shakespeare Company. Okay. And so they were tasked with doing a lot of the Star Wars set stuff for the very first Star Wars movie before anybody ever thought it was going to be anything. Yeah. And so he had... His dad would bring home, like, original drawings of the X-Wing fighter. Really? Like, huge scale drawings. And... Like he cut them up and colored on the back of them. So, and, and so my son is now obsessed with star Wars and hearing those two talk, they talk uh, on a whole like level. What Rylan knows of star Wars, because it's never been in my house, obviously he has all learned from Lego star Wars and like Lego star Wars books. He is like a Lego star Wars encyclopedia, which weird that a lot of what I know about Star Wars also comes from Lego and you, like the games. You can get you, from the game. You can get the basic gist of the entire storyline based on the games. They did a really killer job of integrating the story without having any dialogue or anything. Games, but, but I'm saying that's that's actually. But man, it I am literally trying to get over the shock of what you just told me about him cutting up the original drawings and coloring on the. I mean, the amount of money that those things would be worth today. Oh, yeah, today. absolutely. I mean, and, and not only that, I mean, it's just like the, uh, I mean, that's just, yeah. That's he like, has a ton that's of like, cool that's stories like, about his dad pulling yeah, him out of school yeah, and taking him down there and showing that's him stuff. Like, that's like somebody telling me they found the Holy Grail and they gave it to a Pittsburgh Steelers fan to go to their games and drink beer out of. Like, yeah. it's just, <laughs> it's heartbreaking to hear that. Um, okay, so, so, again, majority of what you know is fairly accurate and honestly i'm not going to get into a lot of i'm not going to get into a lot of detail but i want to at least explain to you yeah, don't go fanboy on no i'm, I'm going to at least explain to you what what happened in the structure of the movies like how okay. not not what happened in terms of um, oh i know the name of the one of the planets oh what's one of the planets tattooing tattooing yes. i know that from angry birds star wars <laughs> i want to point that out okay so so here's what happened uh like you said you know the first star wars film was made in 19 19- 1970s, 1977, to be exact. Okay. And um, and nobody believed in it, and uh, it was it was just everybody thought it was going to fail, that kind of thing, and it ended up being, of course, this huge blockbuster. And George Lucas, the creator of it, always envisioned it being this this multi part saga. He never just wanted it to be one movie, but he thought he was only going to get to make one movie. So instead of giving all the backstory, he literally dropped right in the middle of the story to what he thought would be one of the most exciting elements because he knew he had to like, if he was going to throw himself into this, he had to make a go of it. So you literally start off with no real backstory and you're just dropped in the middle of this universe and 
now accept this and believe this and here we go. I, I like that. Yeah. I like movies that do that because I find them to be intellectually honest. Right. I don't like movies to preach to me about right. where they are and like treat me like I'm an idiot Absolutely. to set all this up. Just Absolutely. drop me in there and I'll figure out where I'm at. Right. And so, so the, the, the original three films, uh, the first one was in 77, the second one was in 80, and the third one was in 83. When I was born. Yes, me too. Awesome. Which I, I love that. I mean, that's just one of those random things that I just take pride in. Um, so uh, they, were, they were all released then. And uh, they were standalone. Like, you could have left them alone. There were, there were a lot of references to backstory that you never heard about that was never explained. You know, different things like that. Sorry, that's, that's my dogs. I apologize. Just, you can just come, my wife's coming in the door, so we'll, we'll let her do that. <laughs> we can edit you out, but we probably won't. This is just real life and what's happening now. We like Kayla. Yes, we like okay. Kayla. I especially like Kayla. Um, okay. So, yeah, three movies, but it could have stood alone. Amazing, just amazing storytelling. But I like to think of them all as just one continual film. Uh, you know, they, they usually, they almost always sync up with actual time. Like, I think the, the, the gap between the By first two movies... time, this is like a futuristic thing. Yeah, but I mean in the sense of like if three years have passed in, the, in those movies, like if three years have passed now, then they've actually passed between... So things have been happening while the movies are not out. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So there's, I kinda, yeah, there's all kinds of... So they refer to things that happen in between the movie you saw, but things you never saw that happened in between. They talk about, so, you know, their relationships have gotten deeper. They've had, you know, other adventures together, whatnot. Um, just for what it's worth, Han Solo is like this, ro- he'd probably be your favorite guy if you watched Star Wars. I kind of got that He's feeling. just this rogue guy. Doesn't. I really, don't like the Disney yeah. hero yeah. character he's that like I feel your, like Luke Skywalker Yeah, he's be. like your, no. yeah, Luke Skywalker's a rube. I mean, that's basically it. He's this, really? Yeah, he's this farm boy kid who has visions of bigger and better things and wants to run off and join the rebellion because it's an adventure and it's exciting. Uh, uh, but anyway, I, I, I don't want to get into too much of the detail of that. But anyway, so those three films were made. Everybody loved them. It was just epic. The last one, people are a little more at Return of the Jedi. Uh, that one that came out in 83, people have some issues with Return of the Jedi. But still, people thought it was a good, a good wrap-up. Uh, consistently, the best film... Uh, in people's opinions, is the second one, The Empire Strikes Back, so the one that was made in 1980. And I agree. That's my favorite of every Star Wars film that's ever been. So in the 90s, George Lucas did something that horrified much of the Star Wars fandom that is out there, and that is he reissued the old films, Put them back out in theaters, which everybody loved. That you know, get to see them yeah, on the big you screen. Get to go never, yeah, experience what your parents experienced. Right, right. And so many years later, when s- most kids weren't even born, you know, and they get to go see this. So, but what he did was he used digital effects and replaced a bunch of practical effects. So put in things that in 1990, you know, 1996 or 97 were phenomenal graphics, but like two years later looked really dated. And so he did all these little tweaks, and you're kind of like looking at it going. This doesn't improve anything. Like, this didn't help the story. This just kind of was an excuse to 
put the movies out. And he justified it by saying, this was my vision for these, but we didn't have the technology to so do like, it in the 70s and 80s. He didn't make the Stormtroopers a good shot, though. No, no, that's, 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 a, whole, really bad shot. that's a whole plot hole in and of itself. Why? See, that's I know thing. that from like some shooting <clears throat> show that I was watching. Right. The Stormtroopers couldn't hit it. Right. That's one of my, what's one of my favorite jokes is, uh, I saw a meme once where it's these two little kids, and they're like, hey, let's play Stormtroopers and Red Shirts, which Red Shirts are the guys from Star Trek that would always beam down and get oh. killed. They're like the token guy in every episode I'm that's going to die. I'm mix any Star yes, Trek and you didn't, into and that's, and that's I good thought thing. about Star Wars. But my the, grandpa was the big Star Trek guy. Yeah, so. but the, the joke is, you know, they say, okay, well, we'll play that, and you show one kid with a Stormtrooper helmet on and the other guy dressed up as a red shirt, and the Stormtrooper goes, bang, 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 oh, I missed you. And the, and the red shirt kid goes, oh, no, I died anyway, you know, because that was just the, the trope. You know, they always missed, and red shirts always, always died. died. Um, where was I going with that? That was that's a total awesome. um, total offshoot. But, um, okay, so, so that happened. And again, initially, people were so amazed just that they were really released and they were in, in theaters that they were like, okay, this is fine. Um, and it was in later years that people were like, why did you do this? And not only that, but he refused then to ever release the original theatrical versions ever again. He said, as long as I own these, I will never do this. And people were horrified because VHS was the last format he ever did. And DVD just came uh, out and all, and Blu-ray, and he just refused. Like, this is the definitive version. This is it. So, like, he literally stole a piece of people's childhood and said, no, what you remember is not going to be preserved for posterity. This so that is my made new all vision. the old stuff so really that, valuable. Yeah, and that made people very uneasy. But then it was like, okay, now I'm going to make three prequel movies. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to explain the backstory that I didn't, couldn't afford to make back then. So I'm going to go back pre-Luke Skywalker and talk about his father, Anakin, who, of course, like you said, okay. is Darth Vader in the, in the other who films. Who is Darth Maul? Exactly. That he's in, he's in the, he is one of the greatest villains that could have been, but wasn't. And I'll explain oh, that. Kylo one. Ren. A lot of people hate him. Yeah, that's a whole nother thing. But anyway, so, so I think it was 1990, I apologize 1999. To our no, it's okay. You're, you're fine. You're fine. So 1999 is, is the date that is set for the new Star Wars film, which is going to be called The Phantom Menace. And, and it comes out. And, you know, everybody's pumped. You know, Star Wars, first Star Wars movie in 30 years. It's just going to be incredible. This is our generation. Our Star generation Star Wars, right. And it comes out and it makes a ton of money. And it's awful. And it's not awful in the sense of like kids who saw that movie, like, like, like probably like, you know, you're, 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 you're six or seven to probably like 14 year olds. Loved it. Thought it was awesome. 90s kids. Yeah, 90s, like 90s young teenagers and, and small kids loved it. Thought it was great. But people in the older generation who remembered the original releases. What kinda, year is this? This was 1999. Okay, so, so I'm in ninth grade, you're right, in ninth grade. Right, so we, I would have been just over that grade. threshold. Yeah. And, but I was still in that phase where I, just, I was just stoked that Star Wars was happening. And so initially I was like, this is awesome. But the more I watched them and like when I bought them and went back, I'm like, this is not done. This is not good. Like it's not good storytelling. The effects are terrible. Like this is not Star Wars, and and so then three years later, he brings out Episode Two. So Episode One is released after Episode Four, Five, and Six. Okay. So Episode One, nineteen ninety nine, two thousand two. Episode Two comes out, and it's again underwhelming. It's just not. What was that one called? That was called Attack of the Clones. And this was a big deal because there's this one random reference that uh, a guy makes 
in reference to Anakin Skywalker talking to Luke, and he says, "I fought with your father in the Clone Wars," and oh, that's it. That it's just up the whole, yeah, it's just said, Luke, I am. Well, father. it does, but it doesn't because you don't find out that Anakin and Darth Vader are the same person uh, until later on in episodes. But that would make people mad, right? Right. So, so it was always this thing where like they leave that hanging out there, and you're always like man, I wonder what the Clone Wars were. What was that all about? So this was, oh, you're going to get to see the Clone Wars. You're going to get to see what he was talking about. And you watch two hours of a movie before clones even show up, and they're just in like the last 20 minutes. And you're like, this wasn't the war. This was just one little battle, and then it was over. And so that was a disappointment as well. And again, the acting was terrible. Everything was done on a green screen. Like there was just Star Wars was very like you could reach out and touch it and feel it. It was a lived-in type universe. Things were dirty and and this was all wrong. Sleek and like your Buck Rogers 1950s yeah. too smooth kind of vibe. Yeah. And so then finally, very choreographed and right. scripted. And so finally, 3 years later, so what would this have been like 2005, um the the third one comes out, which is uh, Revenge of the Sith, which the Sith are the evil version of the Jedi. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. And sense. this one is going to be epic because this is, and this is the one they're going to redeem themselves. This is our generation's <clears throat> Empire Strikes yeah. Back. Yeah. This, this is going to redeem, you know, these other three, these other two movies. This is going to be the movie that's going to, because we're going to see Anakin go from being a good guy to becoming the bad guy. Oh, we're going to watch, kind of yeah, we're going to watch his fall from grace here. And, once again, you watch it, and there are moments in it that you're like, yeah, this is good. But for the most part, it's, it's just it's not what it could have been. And so <clears throat> people literally hated George Lucas for what he did to their I remember childhood him being memory. vilified oh, in the media. People man. were mad. And again, I was a latecomer to this. For a long time, I defended and liked the prequels. But the longer I've known them and the more I've watched them, I'm like, I just can't defend them anymore. You know, I, I appreciate that there are aspects of them that made the original ones better. But, yeah, they're just bad. And anyway, so then Disney buys them. Disney said they're going to release three more now that will happen after. So the new movies are set 30 years after the end of the last one. So the end of episode six, which came out in 1983. So there's been a 30-year gap. So, you know, Han Solo's an old guy. You know, people are people are just old. They're they're old, and there's a whole new generation. Oh, so of the Han Solo Harrison Ford is the same works Han Solo. because because it's he's in supposed real time. to be the old dude now. Yeah, I get it. So that makes so much more sense. And so and that's why they were talking about on the really big show today, like who the girl is in this one, like right, who her they possible don't know who's fathers her father, are, where's her parents. And I'm, yeah. I'm like. This could come in really useful tonight. That I got from a sports talk show. <laughs> I know. It's in everything. It's, it's in, in everything. everything. Um, but you guys have taken over culture. I know. It's a beautiful thing. But anyway, and so when, when The Force Awakens came out, which is episode seven, everybody loved it. because And some people didn't like it, of course. You're going to have your hardcores that just think it was terrible because it's not. it doesn't make them feel like original Star Wars did. But it was like they used animatronics. They used puppets. They did things that made it feel more like... They even recorded on film instead of to digital oh, okay. because they wanted it to feel like... these were This was this was basically a multi-million dollar fan film. Yeah. Like it was people who were genuinely fans and hated what happened in the prequels and wanted to fix it and wanted to get it right. And so it like kind of brought this whole new hope in of like, we're going to see real Star Wars again. And, uh, and, and I loved The Force Awakens and I know very few people who didn't like it. 
Yeah, do who didn't like it. Everybody liked it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so so now we're going to have three more movies that are based on some of the old characters, but transitioning to new characters. And honestly, Star Wars could go on forever with the way that they're doing this. Oh, I, I hope it doesn't. The backstory. Yeah, then, I hope then, it doesn't. Yeah. You know, Disney's going to make as much money as they can off of it. They're doing all kinds of what they're calling anthology series, which is what Rogue One was. It's not attached to the main story arc of like really? the Skywalkers, but it's it has to do with something that happens in some of the other ones. They do a little offshoot and talks about a spy network who went and captured these plans that's just referenced real quick in one of the other episodes. So that was Star Wars, but it's not Star Wars. It's in the Star Wars universe, but it is not a Star Wars story, even though that's part of the title. Okay. <laughs> it's so not the new within one the arc of Star Wars. coming out right now, as we're recording, <laughs> they just released today what the name was going right. to be. Right, and this, and this will actually come out in December. Okay. And and that will be, um, yeah, uh, the Last Jedi, and that will be the the middle movement of the of the this trilogy, this new do. trilogy, yeah. And so that one will be Star Wars. That will be about you know there there will be Skywalkers in it. There will be it's that same story okay. arc continuing. Uh, but Rogue One was not. Rogue One was like a little aside uh, from that, which I liked it. Um, it wasn't my favorite, but it was good. It was it was fun. It was a good movie. Um, so anyway, that's that's kind of the quick quick little rundown of what it actually is. Uh, cool. In terms of how everything came out and why people are have such weird opinions about some of the things that are in there. So. So we've gone about to our half hour time limit here, yes. and I feel like we're only just like tapping into a little bit of <laughs> Nate's knowledge. But we did just enough to break my Star Wars virginity without yeah, actually go. watching the movie. There you go. Um, so my goal is to get you to the point where you want to see them. That is that is my ultimate I don't, goal. Okay, so I will say the things that made me want to see them is I kind of want to. I do kind of want to see. Darth Vader fall from grace, even mm-hmm. though that's in one of the movies that I didn't realize they showed that transition. Yeah. I just assumed they left that as a gap as like a hook yeah. and, and, and a great did, reveal they did the originals. Yeah. And, and I'm, and I'm interested to see the empire strikes back. Here's my problem though, with actually sitting down and watching these. Yeah. I feel like to do it justice, I'd have to give up a lot of time. Yes. And I used to have time for these things. Yes. Like I used to sit down and do Lord of the Rings marathons or something. Yeah. But I was 20, 21. Right. You know, and could stay up all night and still be a person on Monday morning. Yeah. If I do that now. Right. Yeah. I'm probably going to get fired and <laughs> my marriage will need counseling and my kids will need counseling when they're <laughs> 23. And uh, yeah, it just wouldn't be good. So I feel like I'd have to dedicate all this time to it and I'd rather watch how I met your mother. I I can, (laughs) (laughs) well, I can, I can attest there are because of the issues of people not liking the prequels and loving the originals and liking the new ones. So where would you start? Well, that's the thing. That is the, that is the key thing. For example, when Kayla and I watched it, she, she has become much more of a cinephile now than she originally was. That sounds dirty. Well, <laughs> I don't think you can say no, cinephile. Just to, you can say cinephile. It's not bad. They it's didn't just, say that. No, just just being again, being having great interest in cinema. You know what those things. In cinema. Yeah. Okay. Um, Good. <laughs> but she, yeah, her movie taste has definitely evolved in in good ways since we've been together. Not just because of me, but just because. Oh, who knows? It doesn't matter. Again, anyway, in your opinion. So. No, she would agree. Okay. She would agree with me on that. She still loves her old, you know, her chick flicks and rom-coms, but she's she's really expanded in that. Um, 
but I knew there's a there's a fairly cheesy love story that happens throughout the prequel tw- trilogy, and I knew the '90s movies. Yeah, the '90s okay. and early 2000s, and I knew that that cheesy love story would be enough to sustain her through all six movies. So for her, I started with the prequels and watched through the originals to but the originals. But since we established Star Wars as a boy thing, right? But for for you there, and and because of the issues that people have with Star Wars prequels, you know, originals and all that, there are even whole things dedicated to modified orders to watch them in that gives you maximum impact. And so what I would do with you is we would only watch, like you wouldn't need to worry about The Force Awakens. Um, And and if you were only going to watch three films, you need to just watch the original three films. Oh, okay. You can leave the prequels completely alone. Um, they, but, but again, because you want to see that fall from grace, you, I know you wouldn't want to leave those alone. Probably so wouldn't. here's what you do. There's a thing that's called the machete order. And yes, this is a thing and it has a name. This sounds like your star Wars geeking out. It is. Here. It's bad. Okay. So the machete order is, well, you watch, I'll allow just a, a minute or two. Yes. This. this is just going to be real quick. The machete order is you watch episode six. No, I'm sorry. You watch episode four and five. Okay. And then you go back and watch episode one two, and three, almost like a flashback. Ah. And then you watch episode six and conclude the series. What I would prefer to show you, because The Phantom Menace, the original one, the one with Darth Maul, is is completely unnecessary. You learn nothing good in that. There's just no point to that film whatsoever. So what I would do with you, if we were going to watch these together, is we would watch episode one. I'm sorry, i got to do them right. We would watch episode four, episode five, and then we would go back, we would watch episode two and episode three, and then watch episode six. And that's called the modified machete order. Okay. So, so that's what I would do with kinda you. kind of cut out episode one. I would just leave it out entirely. Okay. Uh, there's one little reference that would, would be self-explanatory. You wouldn't need a lot of, yeah, it's just really bad exposition and not, not a great film. It's just really not. It's two 90s in every sense. And just rough. So anyway. That's so there that. we go. We've got our listeners caught up to the place where yes. they can now sit down and watch the Nate approved <laughs> version. Depending on whether they're a guy or a girl, well, we have two different ways right. well, and for I've, you going. I've, going I've never watched here. them that way, so I want to watch them that way with somebody who's never seen them to see what their impressions are. Well, we'll have to do you that. You would be a guinea pig for yeah. me. We would have to do that <laughs> if our schedules would line up good enough. Yes. Like I said, we're old men now. Right, so. right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, well, that's episode two. Yeah, I think uh, we burned through Star enough Wars. Time. Yeah, and we've, we've got burned, almost we've enough to do two podcasts on this one. So yeah. maybe we'll split this one. I don't know. I, d- I don't know that we have to split this one. It's kind of it's pretty good. <laughs> but um, if we do end up splitting it, anyway, here's episode two <laughs> of the things we say, yeah. and these were a lot of things we say about Star Wars. A lot of things. Thanks for joining the conversation today. The Things We Say is produced by Nate Ward. Technical direction is provided by Sheldon Stauffer. You can subscribe to The Things We Say on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at The Things We Say Podcast to keep the conversation going. This has been The Things We Say. See you next time.